friends, and welcome to The Seeker Podcast at Service of Change, where we challenge reality, question that which we've been taught, and hope to inspire a new direction of thought to bring about change. I'm your host, Dennis Nappy II, with Service of Change at serviceofchange.com, where you can read my book, I Am Human, and We Are Not Who We Think We Are, for free, just by subscribing to my free newsletter at serviceofchange.com slash I am human, where you also get exclusive content plus updates about the show each and every week, <clears throat> excuse me, sent right to your inbox. Got a great show for you today. Uh, lots of things that I want to cover. Two main subjects that I'm going to focus on. Uh, you know, the first half, I'm going to talk about the uh, state of emergency that was recently declared in California over a massive, massive methane gas leak. Uh, and then, secondly, I want to talk about some uh, a NASA. Uh, a NASA photographs that have uncovered possibly uh, an ancient structure, ancient civilizations on the continent of Antarctica, and a little bit into that subject. So uh, that that subject has me fascinated. I'm reading Grant Hancock's book right now. I've, I've been talking about that off and on the past couple of weeks, Magicians of the Gods. Um, so I'm going to get into that a little bit later in the show, that uh, you know, human civilization may be a lot older than we think, and why is that important to us? That's something that I want to talk about, too. So let's look at this, this uh, state of emergency that's been declared in, in uh, California. Now, I'm reading off of NPR's website right now. It says, California declares state of emergency over month, months-long gas leak. This is dated January 7, 2016. More than two months after a natural gas storage well in Southern California began uncontrollably spewing methane gas, the governor of California has declared a state of emergency. Timeout. Two months, in my opinion, is, is way too long. But I'm not an expert. Let's move on. The well at the Aliso Canyon storage facility just north of Los Angeles is releasing tens of thousands of kilograms of methane per hour. An an analysis in November showed the well, over the course of one month, put out a quarter of the state's total output of the potent greenhouse gas, reports NPR uh, member station KPCC. The leak isn't expected to be capped for months. It's invisible to the naked eye, but can be viewed with infrared cameras. I'll have the link in the show notes at serviceofchange.com that has this link. Uh, Governor Jerry Brown has declared a state of emergency based on part on the prolonged and continuing nature of the massive blowout. He said in a statement, 
Uh, he, he has ordered Southern California Gas Company to identify a backup plan for stopping the leak of the current strategy, which is drilling relief wells and filling the leak with mud and cement. Doesn't work. He promised that the state will ensure the gas company covers all the costs of addressing the leak without passing the expense on to consumers. The article goes on you know, and talks a little bit more uh, about it. There's another article uh, at yournewswire.com talking about California finally declares emergency over Los Angeles gas leak. Uh, and it covers pretty much the same thing. It says the largest gas leak ever recorded when a blown out uh, well has been spewing record amounts of methane gas since October of 2015. Uh, environmental activist and lawyer Aaron Brockovich says it is one of the most significant environmental disasters in recent history. <clears throat> so, I, again, this is very sad to me. I, this stuff continues to happen. Uh, whether it's an oil spill or a gas leak, it's destroying our environment. Now, methane is a highly, highly dangerous gas as far as greenhouse gases are concerned. And one of the big fears for the uh, the climate change, global warming debate is if enough of the frozen stuff starts to melt that in some of these bog areas that underneath that is just tons and tons of methane gas. And once that's released in the atmosphere, it's going to kind of spin us out of control into this climate change phenomenon that we are seeing. Uh, I, I don't know where I stand on climate change. I stand on that it is happening. I also agree that it has happened in the past. Uh, and I also think that it has happened quite suddenly in the past on some of the things that I've read um, I know Whitley Strieber talks a lot about it. He actually, his research was the inspiration for the movie um, The Day After Tomorrow with, with Jake Gyllenhaal and Dennis Quaid. Uh, and he claims that, you know, there's evidence that, that this has happened quickly before, a massive freeze. Um, you know, Graham Hancock's work, The Magicians of the Guys that I'm currently reading right now, talks about a, uh, a sudden cataclysm. Now, that was due to, he believes, a, a meteor impact that uh, caused this rapid climate change, this rapid freezing, uh, you know, of the planet. But it has happened, it, and it can happen. You know, there's another book that I'm reading. I read a lot of books at once. I put one down and pick it up a couple months later. But I started reading it over the summer. Is the sixth mass extinction? You know, and, and now we are saying that we are currently experiencing the sixth mass extinction with horrible, drastic die-off rates of, of animals. I think over a hundred-year span. I can't. It, it, where normally they're losing like eight to 10 species. We're losing like 800 species. I forget the exact number, but it's a staggering, staggering number. Now, I believe what I'm reading is they're attributing this to man's footprint and, and not necessarily natural processes, which uh, I, I, I'm not a scientist. I don't know enough. I haven't researched this subject enough, but it is happening. And if you look at the footprint of man, of all the deforestation that we're doing and of all the litter and of the pollution, I'm, I'm appalled every week. I just took my trash out an hour ago and every week I'm appalled, you know, and I do recycle and I do try to conserve, but we generate a lot of garbage and I'm working on consolidating that to minimize my own footprint. As I'm always saying, you know, with service to change, there's small changes among the masses of a massive impact around the world. You know, we need to be more conscious of this, of this just destruction. This is our home. This is what we're leaving behind to our children. And not only that, the, the suffering of the, the nature and, and animal life that we're that we're seeing out there from our just carelessness and our arrogance and our ignorance. And it frustrates me, you know, and, and, and I 
don't care if you label me as a, as a tree hugger or whatever you want to call it. Fine. It's not a derogatory term. I wear that with a badge of honor. There's something that needs to be done, and we need to change our ways. Okay? And it's, it's horrible. And this, the leak is another example of it because of our own addiction to fossil fuels. Myself included, I drive a car. Okay? But I am gradually trying to change my signature, my footprint. I, I installed a, it's not the same, but I installed a wood-burning stove into my home, and uh, yeah, I'm still burning, you know, putting carbon out there, but it's not the uh, same risk of, you know, the, the petrol addiction that we have. Uh, you know, I'm not having heating fuel pumped into my home with the potential for more spills, uh, you know, you know, and that horrible uh, side effects that that stuff has on the uh, the life around us. So, Look into this. Look into this gas leak. You know, people reporting nosebleeds, headaches, and, and I read what article it said. You know, they're saying it's just short term due to the chemical they put in to control the odor. But um, I'm not. I wouldn't take that chance. If my child's nose started bleeding from a gas leak, yeah, I'm leaving. I'm not coming back. You know, we, we need to do something differently, and and this is very, very concerning. So uh, again, I. I know I just kind of went off there. I, I hate sounding doom and gloom and, and as if I'm trying to sped, spread fear. That's not what this show is about. It's just frustrating. So I hope that at, at the bare minimum, there is a takeaway here. And the takeaway isn't, you know, go get a gun and go start shooting people. The takeaway is to change what you're doing. You know, try to find maybe solar energy, maybe wind energy. Uh, you, you know, find some alternative energy or start purchasing things in bulk so you have less packaging, less trash, something. Start small and, and eventually it becomes a part of your lifestyle and it's easy and you don't have to think about it and then you can do something else. Just start making a change. All right, let me move on because I want to talk about uh, some other stuff here that's going on that I, that I think is, uh, is very interesting. And of course, all the links to the stuff I talk about are going to be in the show notes. Um, but yournewswire.com had an article that says NASA claims dozens, in quotes, of advanced civilizations existed before us. Now, this is a subject that I think is is highly important for us to be aware of, and, and I just don't think it gets enough attention. Um, and even when you can present evidence and get somebody to say, okay, I believe you, I believe there is an advanced civilization that, that existed before history, I, I don't think the impact resonates with people what, it, what that means. Now, there's evidence out there that suggests that a civilization was highly, highly advanced that existed on this planet before us. Now, uh, according to uh, some of the findings now, the archaeological finds, these, some of these megalithic structures that they're finding are 10,000 plus years old. Now, uh, and Graham Hancock saying 12,800 years is... is ties into the end of the last cataclysm. Now, what he's going into in his book, I want to do a whole show on his book. I'd love to get Graham to come on the show. Uh, we'll see. I'm such a small fish right now. But what, what, what he's showing now is that these flood myths and these cataclysm myths that exist in many religions, many ancient cultures, may actually be real. That there may have been modern society that was completely destroyed. And, and then... We what we see in Sumer in you know six thousand years ago, and, and even in ancient Egypt was that ancient knowledge trying to come back together and rebuild. My question is, why has it 
Why have we forgotten that? Why have we not promoted those stories? Why has the evidence of that, and you know, if you speak it to anybody in, in the alternative fields with, with archaeology, Michael Cremo being a big advocate for, for forbidden archaeology, um, why has that been covered up? What are we not being told? Because I think that the answers to that can impact our current condition and the future going forward. I, you know, in my book, I'm human and we are not who we think we are. The answers lie in the past. And those answers, I think, have been hidden from us. Whether it's due to our own ignorance, our own fear, or whether it's due to uh, a society or, uh, you know, a group, an organization that wants to keep this knowledge hidden. Why? Because knowledge is power. And if we see a lot of the repression that's going on in the world today, you know, it, it would make sense that these people in the past maybe had this advanced knowledge and they held on to it and they used it to manipulate and control and rule the masses. That's a, a strong possibility. Um, so I, I challenge you, look into this subject. But with this study, let me get back to the study. It's posted on January 8th, 2016. It says, a new NASA study suggests previous of advanced civilizations, much like ours, once existed on Earth, but they all came to an abrupt end. Uh, the study suggests that humanity as we know it could come to an end in the next few decades based on patterns they've seen with previous civilizations on Earth. Time out. I, I don't want this to be a, a doom and gloom. Oh my gosh, the world's about to end. This is just what the report's saying here. It says, if we look back 3,000 to 5,000 years, we'll find a historical record that clearly shows us how advanced and complex civilizations were just as susceptible to collapse as we are today. This ongoing pattern has led researchers to question the future existence of society and civilizations as we know. If we look back further in time, over 10,000 years, we would encounter evidence of advanced civilizations that possibly predate the pre-Inca, Olmec, and ancient Egyptian civilization, not to mention other advanced ancient civilizations in ancient Mesopotamia. So the article goes on and, and explains this a little bit more. Um, but it's something to really think about. You know, I'm, I'm fascinated by the story of, I think it's the Aztec, how as they were wandering through to find, they were told, I think, to look, they had a, a prophet or an omen. And they were told to look for an eagle perched on a cactus and to wander, you know, the land until they found it. Uh, and on their journey in searching for what was going to be their homeland, their new home, they encountered a massive city. That city is known as Teotihuacan, the city of the gods, where they have, that's where the Pyramid of the Sun and, and uh, you know, just these massive, massive structures are. When they got there, it was abandoned. So they don't know who built it. Now, some suspect that this was built by the Aztecs themselves prior who had to, were forced to evacuate this city for whatever reason, and they were stuck wandering for hundreds of years, and then they eventually came back and had forgotten that that was their own city. I don't know. But the complexity to build these cities, these ancient structures, requires intelligence, it requires planning, it requires management, it requires coordination, uh, things that hunter-gatherer societies didn't traditionally have. So there was, m our, our ancestors were more advanced than we realize, and there were cataclysms that happened that wiped them out. And, and I was thinking about this a lot over the past week, and what comes to mind is this. How many of you know anything about the Great Depression? Okay, most of us listening to this show, chances are none of us listening to this show were a part of that Great Depression, have actually experienced that 
that problem, that trauma, okay? Um, we know about it because our, our grandparents remembered it. <clears throat> so it's still a part of our history, but it's not really in the front of our minds. So what do you think our children and our grandchildren are going to know about the Great Depression? They may know that, oh, there was a problem with the stock market or something, um, but they're going to forget it. So as each generation moves on, we get further removed from the significance <clears throat> and the impact of, of cataclysm and of tragedy. So think of how many, I mean, we're 12,800 years away from, from that last catastrophe. Most evidence of it has been buried or forgotten or destroyed, but it doesn't mean it's not important. And I think that if we can learn and remember who we are and where we came from, I think it would explain so much and it would alleviate so many of the problems that we're seeing today. We realize that, wow, there is so much more to us. There's so much more to our history. And I think it will humble us in letting us realize life can be extinguished in an instant. And we need to be conscious of that. And we need to be, do better at living our lives in balance and be prepared for, you know, if the worst should happen. But the way we're living right now is just a carefree, I'm blindly just going to run through the jungle and take whatever I want, and I don't care what the consequences are. So uh, I'm kind of all over the place right now, but it's something to really think about. So I'm going to have uh, the links to these articles talking about it. Oh, uh, another article. I'm sorry. Let me jump into this. Uh, I'm, I'm all over the place, like I said. Uh, again, this is from newswire.com, dated January 8, 2016. NASA images show ancient human settlement in Antarctica. So new NASA photographs by Operation Icebridge mission in Antarctica has revealed what some experts believe to be the existence of an ancient human settlement lying beneath 2.3 kilometers of ice. Okay? It's not confirmed. It's just what they suspect what these images, what these images might be is an old civilization in Antarctica. When was that ever thawed that we know of? It's been a long time. So... There's evidence out there, um, and I don't think it's just, oh, it was another tribe that was out there. I mean, what can they teach us? What did they know? Uh, again, if, if you know, researchers like Graham Hancock suggest they were advanced and, and they, uh, they disappeared or they were mostly destroyed. You know, Ray Davis talks about, um, you know, our ancient history, and he ties it into the, uh, the Anunnaki coming down and, and, uh, and influencing man and giving them, uh, you know, their a lot of um, knowledge and technology and stuff at the same time, you know, enslaving them. Um, whether it was alien that came down or if that's too much for you to swallow right now, maybe that maybe we were just advanced. If the earth is 4.5 billion years old, there's a good chance that maybe we just advanced and then failed and then advanced and then failed. The Maya, the Aztec, the Hopi, you know, they all talk about this is the fourth world. This is the fifth earth. Uh, the Hopi said, you know, after the last cataclysm, they lived with the ant people underground is what they said. And then they came up after the cataclysm had ended. So, you know, I always say that the, the Native American, the indigenous peoples, I think, were the record keepers. They were the ones trying to hold this information sacred and pass it on. And what happened? They were destroyed. They were killed. Their books were burned. And evidence of the story that they were keeping has been demolished. Why? Why don't they want us to know? Maybe there is no conspiracy. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I just read one too many science fiction books. 
but why am I seeing these pieces of evidence all over the world? Why are other researchers coming out finding this information? There's something there, and I think that it's important that we understand what it is, and we need to take a look at it. Everything I'm saying, do your own research, do your own homework. I am by no means an authority on it, but I want you to take a look at it because maybe you can become the authority on it, or maybe you can contribute to it and say, hey, this makes sense. This is why it's important. Let's look at it. So take your time, do some, uh, do some of your own research and look at it. Check the links that I'm showing you and then expand from there. Uh, that's all the time that I have for today. Again, check us out on SoundCloud. Check us out on iTunes. Get the free Service of Change app at servicechange.com. Links to SoundCloud and iTunes are also at servicechange.com in the show notes. Also in the show notes, uh, on, the, on the secret podcast links and on the links to every show that I have now, there will be a feedback form on the left-hand side in the sidebar. You can give comments. You can give suggestions. You can send me a note that you want read on the air, that you want featured in our newsletter. Uh, just ways to, and other ways to interact. And, of course, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, you know, I, I've been spending a lot of time on those social media feeds. Also, check me out on Goodreads. Uh, you know, I've been following some threads on there and having some really great conversations with some other uh, readers as well. So, uh, please, many ways to connect. I'd love to hear from you. Look for the secret newsletter in your inbox. Uh, every Friday morning is my goal right now. I've been doing that pretty consistently for the last few months. Uh, the readership is growing, and I'm very thankful and appreciative for that. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody that's out there. Uh, I appreciate your feedback and support. That's all the time I have. I'm Dennis Nappy II. This has been the Secret Podcast with Service of Change, where small changes among the masses can have a massive impact around the world. I encourage you to be that change. Never stop questioning and keep an open mind. Thank you. Seekers.